Looking for a quick getaway? From incredible museums to fun, only in Richmond outdoor activities, music, nightlife, and more, there's so much to do in the Richmond region. And best of all, Richmond is just a short drive away. A great getaway spot during every season, Richmond has all of the charm of a small town with big city attractions. And yes, the adventure of the James River. Plus, it's packed with activities for travelers of all ages. Plan your adventure today. Book a room at visitrichmondva.com. Richmond, you can get there on a tank of gas or less. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, and welcome to chapter 199 of DC Alliance podcast. With me, as always, is Joe. Joe, how are you doing today? 199. Woo! Oh, I'm doing fine. Doing <laughs> fine. Um, and yeah, people, people, you guys may look a little confused if you're mm-hmm. listening to this mm-hmm. or if you're watching this right now. Um, yeah, we love going Thursday so much that we're like, screw Fridays. We're yeah. gonna go Thursday right now. We're gonna go Thursday. Next week we're gonna go, we're gonna go every day. We're, we're taking over the network. It's gonna be DC Alliance every single daily, day of the week. Daily, because we'll find we'll find stuff to to cover. Hi, Lexi, how you doing? Um, yeah, no, I just I'm doing fine. Um, tired work is just work. We have finally got a contract uh, over at, at GM. Eh, not so much. Oh, uh, oh. it's a really shitty contract. But uh, hey, it got voted in. So what, what can you do? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But how are you doing? I've been better, Joe. Uh, walking the dog this morning, I was looking at a funny TikTok, and he is about 90 pounds, and he, let's suffice to say he lunged at something. And yeah, I my neck is a little messed up here, so I'm a little bit like Michael Keaton's Batman. Like I kind of got to turn my whole body <laughs> to turn at the moment. So uh, hopefully the next day or two, it'll feel good. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it to work tomorrow. Uh, we shall see about that. Uh, but I'll take that tomorrow. I'm going to get a bit of rest after we're done. I'm excited to talk about the DC news. Uh, Lexi, we're doing good. Well, as good as can we be. We just said, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, 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 we are gentlemen in our late 30s, early 40s. We are doing what oh, we I, I'm still mid-30s until for oh, another 10 days. I thought you, I thought you were late. Sorry. 10, 10 days, 10 days, and I crashed at the threshold. So, okay. uh, yeah, but we got some DC news to talk about, Joe, since the writer's strike... Uh, the writer strike, the actor strike has ended. Uh, there's been some news. We got a couple trailers to talk about as well. I'm excited to talk about them. Uh, before we do all that, let me get the network plugs out of the way. So we are part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance with seven shows in total. On Mondays, bi-weekly is Ranger Alliance. On Tuesdays, weekly for the duration of Invincible is a walk through the multiverse with Joe. On Wednesdays is the Animation Nation. On Thursdays is Star Wars Alliance. On Fridays is Marvel Alliance, returning to their original time. And Saturdays is DC Alliance, returning to our new time. And Sundays monthly is World's Finest True Believers. Uh, (laughs) Marvel Alliance goes live Thursdays at 9, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Normally, DC Alliance goes live now Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. But we had issues this Friday, so instead of not having a show, we figured we'd do it one day early. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm jumping in through the multiverse for the weekend, and uh, so we didn't want to do anything tomorrow night. We couldn't do anything tomorrow night, I should say. Yeah, so we we we, we checked in with Marvel. We told them this wasn't going to be a long episode, and we're just going to do it now, uh, which, again, yeah, fun. And Star Wars Alliance goes live Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. All three of those shows also have their own podcast feeds. Search DC Alliance, Marvel Alliance, or Star Wars Alliance. If you just want DC content, Marvel content, or Star Wars content only. But if you want all seven shows on the GUA Podcast Network, stay subscribed to the GUA on your podcast app of choice. We also have a Patreon, two tiers, a dollar tier and a five dollar tier. The dollar tier is basically a tip jar. You like what we're doing, you want to help us out any way you can. And the five dollar tier is where you get your extras. You get your ad-free episodes, early access episodes, and Patreon exclusive episodes. Myself and Joe are going through all the DC films through the year, from Batman 66 all the way up to the most recent entry, which is going to be this month, as Catwoman. <laughs> Yes, I've already watched it. I'm ready to talk about it with Joe. We're going to get that recording in and dropped uh, soon. 
we also have the Marvel Alliance guys doing their Infinity Saga rewatch. So stick with them. They're covering the entirety of the Infinity Saga. Yeah, we they're also, just about done. Yeah, Endgame has dropped this month, I think. And it's dropping at the end of the month. And then yeah, and then we have believe... just a couple two films after that, I think, to wrap no, it up. No, it's Spider-Man Far From Home is the oh, okay, that's last the one. That's the, yeah. that's the epilogue yeah. to Endgame. We also have uh, Katie going through canon Star Wars comics, Clay reviewing uh, Marvel Snap, and we have Joe's Multiverse Minutes, which is on a bit of a hiatus right now because of the October madness that he uh, unleashed on the patrons with 38 pieces of content. Yeah, I'm so, trying to think of a good one to, to do next. I, I'll figure something out. We'll get back there. Uh, yeah. We thank everyone that's a patron, but if you're not a patron, if you can take a quick 30 to 60 seconds to rate and view the podcast on your podcast app of choice. As always, greatly appreciate it. It helps other people find the show, and that's always a good thing. Okay, Joe, we have some news, finally. Uh, the dam has been sealed for a while. I think that there's still a lot left to come, but we've got quite a few things to talk about, the first being a uh, trailer for something I did not know was in the uh, same universe as uh, the Sandman uh, Netflix show. So I'm, I'm excited to talk with you a little bit about the Dead so, Boy Detectives. Yeah, which... I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it – originally I don't think it was going to be because it was – No, it was not. No, it was not. It was not. the backdoor pilot in Doom Patrol. Uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah, and... they helped Dorothy for an episode, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. Well, and the crew because they were all dead and ghosts. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, like – it's not good. It's not the same actors. It's not the same uh, people behind the scenes. It's a whole new production. Yeah, it's going to Netflix. I, I assume we're going to be watching the trailer here in just yeah. a second. Um, it looks looks fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, I, I I gotta say I kind of dug Bye, what I watched. See you when you get back, Lexi. We'll be here. Yeah. So I will share my screen and we will talk about. Uh, this trailer as we watch through. Uh, is, is it on there, Joe? Yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I just realized I'm not uh, using the right mic. Give me a second while you I fix that. Okay. I got it set up here. We have an article as well afterwards <laughs> to talk about. I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those. Uh... <laughs> Oh, okay, you ready, Joe? You're me. I'm fine. Just go ahead. Okay. <laughs> and uh, like I said, we open with the Dead Boy Detectives chasing down uh, somebody, and it kind of looked a little bit like the Sandman mask. Uh, I mean, that's just. I know uh, it's just well, a gas yeah. mask, but yeah. Again, I, I just thought it was funny. Uh, right, right away, uh, and again, this is a Netflix series, so I know that uh, we're going to get the entire thing to drop at once. Uh, new, like Joe said, new people cast. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see this, Joe. This look, kind of looks like there's a lot of action here. So uh, I've never read the the comics um, or the characters in the comics, uh-uh. but it this looks this looks fun. Like this would get me. Who go back and read the comics? Yes, and again, I enjoyed their their brief episode in, with Doom Patrol as well. So uh, seeing them here like this, uh, I can get behind this. The same thing with Sandman. I didn't think I was going to like Sandman going into it, and sure. lo and behold, it was fantastic. And I cannot wait for the next season. One, I wonder if uh, the Crow we get here, because I think I mean, there will be connections fine. to the Sandman. I'm just I'm just wondering. That's all. Well, and they, they talk about death here, I think, coming up. And the death that they show here is not the same death from Sandman. Which, not to say that death can't change her appearance. Just saying that it's... they. The rumor is this is going to be... It's in the same Sandman universe. Could they cross over? Maybe. This could be just somebody that works for death as well. Possible, too. Uh, Although I don't know if she really needs everyone. that. Yeah, well, who knows? Who knows? Well, like you said, she could change her form as well. And again, this Producers of You, which is another hit show uh, as well, with obviously the writer who created this was Neil Gaiman. So mm-hmm. uh, looks like supernatural shit, Joe, and I, I, I'm here for it. 
I, I don't know how many seasons this will get. Um, I mean, because Netflix is very fickle to see what Netflix is going to renew. That like Sandman basically had to have a gigantic push to. Well, uh, normally they wait a month before they actually renew something. Uh, Sandman, I think, was about the, about the month. Obviously, ooh, what was it? Um, the the uh, Stranger Things that was their moneymaker, so that wasn't going to be, you know. I was gonna wait, but like One Piece, One Piece got renewed for season two, about two and a half weeks to three weeks in. So it just all the it does depend on the viewership. It depends on how popular it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, again, if, if Sandman was great, so if you're telling me you got the same kind of people behind this and you're gonna keep this in this universe, I, I'm all for it. And I don't think they're gonna oversaturate the appearances between them and uh, Hunter. Iggy asks us, do you think Brainiac will use the authority in Superman Legacy? Technically, he asked Geekverse. We're not Geekverse. Whoops. Uh, yes, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, probably. We, I, it, I it, could it, see that. The if chances he's in are the... good, um, only because Brainiac is very manipulative. Yeah. But I don't know. You might not even know that Brainiac has been controlling them for a little while down the line. Who, who's, I, he may not be the villain of uh, legacy. I don't think he's going to be the main villain. Uh, so we got a trailer, one more trailer to tackle it, Joe, which is uh, probably the most fun trailer of the two, in my opinion. Real um, quick, how, how am I sounding? Am I sounding better? Yeah, you're sounding good. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, just I I realize I'm not on the right mic. And uh... hello, hello. Yeah, you sound no, you sound good now. You sound a little. Okay, cool. Was I echoey and distant? Uh, not really. I don't think that's right, good to me. We're good, but we're good with it. Let's go. Let's continue. Okay, so I'll share the screen for the next trailer for Merry Little Batman that is going to be uh, streaming on Amazon uh, December eighth. I think is the date for that. Yes. Okay. Whoops! My bad on that. Okay, so uh, hold on, again, it's not there. We go. It's not there. We go now. This okay. So we got Batman essentially making Gotham crime free. Uh, capturing it shows him capturing Riddler, which again I can get by this. We see Damien here wanting to uh, go out with Batman, and not a chance. He gives him his own utility belt uh, at Christmas. I, I I love these kind of scenes. Show as a bat uh, emergency. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I love how it goes off and says, my little baby is in trouble. Uh, I need you. Uh, exactly yeah. after he presses the button. It's it's Again, I'm, I'm here for this humor, and if this can bring new fans in for DC, uh, all the better. Uh, it looks like Batman's going to be incapacitated or not able to save Gotham, and it's going to be up to Damien. Uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about that premise? As we see Batman getting ready to go off into... Uh, his spaceship into to see the justice. I, I mean, look, it's it's one of those where this is definitely not aimed for me. It would no. be aimed for somebody like Oliver. Um, yeah, it'd be aimed for some somebody like uh, Amberlynn over you know Clay's daughter. Like it's yes. not aimed at us. No, will, but I am will excited it, to watch will it. it like, yeah. Will it be fun? It's probably gonna be a ton of fun. The uh, the animation style is that of a lot of the Cartoon Network shows that have been coming yeah. out, and those yeah. have been somewhat campy and fun and good. So, I like this thing's. I was watching it, and I, I had a smile on my face the entire Save. time. Same. Like, <laughs> I, I like to think Joe's. I can't wait to show this to Oliver. Like, watch this with him sitting. I, I don't know how long he'll sit and be still, but maybe the colors and animation might grab him. Uh, Joker, Joker's essentially channeling his inner Grinch here yeah. to take Gotham, and Damien needs to suit up while Batman is unavailable. Uh, well, for a while, anyway, because we get a cool little shot at the end where we get Batman and Damien teaming up, and th that made me smile as well. <laughs> I must say, like you said, I had a smile on this entire trailer, which, uh, I, like Joe said, it's not geared towards he or I, but if it can bring in new DC fans, we're both all... Like, more you know, and I, got, I got chuckles like right here where he yeah. throws his utility belt in there and Joker's like, who gave the kid an explosive and all three, Penguin, Bane, and Poison Ivy raise their hand like, <laughs> okay, that's a good joke. 
That one got me. Yeah. And when we get actually Damien facing Africa, some of these villains is very funny. And uh, at, calling his dad a sidekick. So, uh, again, excited to see this, Joe. I think it's going to be fun to watch this with my kid. Yeah. Uh, just nice. Uh, we get a question from Andrew as well here. Thoughts on James Gunn hiring a writer for Superman and Lois with no feature film or TV legacy. series. Sorry, Superman Legacy, yeah. With no TV uh, or film experience at all. Uh, I think James Gunn is a good a good judge of a good script and a good writer. So I think some people got to get their start anywhere. And Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Everybody's got to start somewhere. And mm-hmm. what better – I mean, that is – while that is very – it can be scary. Mm-hmm. Like this is rather, I mean, Gunn has already put a script in. This is rather number two or three. Um, like he's going to make it good because he's directing it too. So it's not like he won't have a say in how it's going to be written. You know? Yeah. I, I, I do agree with you there. I, I Like I said, I, I think for, for James, Gunn's getting a bit of a doubt for me until he throws me a few, misses before i start questioning him because i've enjoyed all his kind of yeah, but, content sure but the problem is the first one is a big one and if that yeah. one flops the rest are going to be questionable which i i think joe you're, you're pretty good at a segue before we get into the james gunn superman legacy stuff let's take our first ad break of the evening listeners more an ad support network we don't pick the ads or the volume going to give you a quick three count to adjust your volume and we'll be right back in three two one okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Okay, Joe. Let's get into the news uh, here. We have some news on Superman Legacy, which essentially James Gunn says, thanks to the efforts of our talented crew who never lost faith during the longest strikes in Hollywood history and who never let their foot off the pedal, continuing to barrel forward, creating the most amazing character and set designs I've ever seen in my entire life. Superman Legacy will be making the originally planned release date of July 11th, 2025. What do you think about this news? I mean, that really wasn't the original planned release date, was it? I thought it was like March. But, you know, whatever. Uh, um, no, it's, it's fine. Like, I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, yeah, I, I just want to see the movie. So. Same. I, I can't wait to finally get it. And we're getting some uh, news from that. Uh, we have... I'll jump down a little bit, just continue with Superman Legacy stuff. Uh, Superman Legacy sets Maria Gabriela de, F- de Freira <laughs> to play the villain, the engineer from uh, for Superman Legacy. Now, James Gunn didn't like the name, the villain term. Uh, he says villain is such a disparaging term. Welcome to the DCU. And he tagged her, uh, who is not only a wonderful actor, but she laughs in person even more than she does in her IG feed. The Engineer, Superman Legacy's DC Studios. And of course, Joe, The Engineer is not just for Superman Legacy. Uh, we have an Authority film as well, which this character is going to be featured in. So 
uh, we're getting uh, two appearances from her pretty quickly in this DCU. Uh, I don't know much about the character of the engineer. Yeah, just looking up her her bio a little bit on DC database, she is she's not technically a villain. So I'll agree with um. I'll I'll agree with Gunn on this one, but she is part of a team that tends to be skirting the rules because she was part of the Wildstorm. I got her I got her lowdown right here. The engineer was first introduced in DC Comics decades later than some of the franchise's most familiar heroes, making her debut in 1999's The Authority Number One, created by writer Warren Ellis and artist and writer no artist and writer Brian Hitch. Uh, the character was born uh, Dr. Angela Spicer, the Queen's uh, born hero, came from a working class family, but as an adult, she ended up working on advanced research related to fusing together humans and machines. Spicer is actually the second engineer. The first was a man who appeared in an earlier comics run called the Wildstorm Universe as part of the crew called the Changers. So yeah. uh, this is. But the one that they showed was the second iteration of. Yes. The changing, not not Spica or Spica, uh, it was this. I'm like, what was here possible? Wait, possible future? I don't know. This thing's being kind of crazy on clicking here. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm excited, Joe. I, I love that we're getting casting for this, and like she's going to be in multiple movies. We know that right away. So yeah, because Gunn has said that it's going to be, you know. Um, Whatever actor is playing their role here, they're playing it through the entire universe. So, yeah. Yeah. Woo. Excited. Uh, I guess Hunter. Yeah, we got a couple couple messages over here. Iggy, who's, we're, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on Zack Snyder fans are going to be mad at him for taking all the actors from James Gunn to DCU? I'm a little confused by the question. I don't think... Uh, I, I'm pretty sure Gunn's only taking a select few uh, characters to the DCU, and I don't think any of them are going to be Snyder fans. And hopefully those Snyder fans would be happy with his content that he's making on Netflix and yeah, consume that and not get mad about DCU selections by James Gunn. Well, and, and the only reason I'm confused is because Snyder and Gunn are friends. Like, yeah, so I don't... It's, I, it's not... The fans are going to be fans, like... Will they be angry? They've been angry since Zack Snyder got booted off of Justice yeah. League. So, really? like, and I, I'm a I'm a Zack Snyder fan. Yeah, I, I we both are. They're... Like it, but we're also reasonable to the point of the man. The, the man is is running a business with the property he has. He's on. He's being loaned that property. He made what he could make. And now that property got taken back and given to somebody else. It's not. Yeah, it's like we said, but comic run. One person puts it. I guess is another person takes it. You just yeah. if you're a fan of the property, you're going to continue to consume it. People are going to be mad. They're always mad at things. Uh, yeah. Regardless, like like I said earlier, though the first movie has to do good. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't matter if no if these if like uh, Jason Momoa comes over and is Lobo. Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere because. Superman Legacy failed. You need hits anyway because of all exactly. the misses you've been getting so far. Even to start a universe, you need a big hit with Superman Legacy. We both are in agreement on that. It has to not only be critically a hit, but a box office darling as well. So, yep. and Andrew, Andrew's cleaning up some of our bottom part of our news. Uh, Blue, <laughs> Beetle, Blue Beetle does hit Max Andrew tomorrow. So, uh, if you 17. haven't checked out, checked out uh, Blue Beetle. Check it out on Max as it drops tomorrow. Joe, uh, we still have some other DC Universe news. Yeah. Uh, like the question we were asked, uh, Anna Noguera uh, is going to be the writer uh, for Superman. Well, she has already finished a script for Superman, Woman of Tomorrow. James Gunn says that it was fantastic, greater than he could have ever ex- uh, expected, and they're going to start searching for directors now. So uh, this comic flew off the shelf once James Gunn talked about this is going to be based on, and again, uh, like me, myself and Joe said, she's getting her start here now. She was supposed to write the uh, Sasakai Supergirl spinoff as well, so 
we also got a question here. How much do you think say, James Gunn Superman Legacy is making? That's a tough bit in this. Uh, right. Ask us again in a year. Because yes. right now, mm. oh, it's going to make $150 million. Like, no, yeah. I, we have no idea. Like once, we, once we start so, seeing like trailers, we start getting more information about the movie, we'll have better understanding of, of what it possibly can make. Also, superhero landscape for at the box office in because right now it's not great for Marvel or DC because Marvel's no. Marvel's isn't doing so well either. So, uh, Iggy, maybe in a year it'll be a bit in a couple of years. Like there, I don't think there's much in 2024 in terms of comic no, movies. Got, so maybe we've got Joker, we've got Deadpool, Pool. which is going to do dead. That's yes, gangbusters. If I'm being completely honest, Joker 100%. Too, it's actually probably gonna be great as well because Same it's with, a separate thing. Well, you got the Harley element here with uh, the actor they brought in for the actress they brought in for that. So I think that's Lady Gaga. Be, but, yeah. but like those, that's the only two I can think of. Well, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Marvel Life's gonna kill me for this one. We got Madam Web. Yes, I didn't know when that was coming out. That's <laughs> I didn't know either. Yeah, but hey, we, they got a trailer and. Actually, if you guys stick on to the YouTube here in about two hours, they're gonna be talking about that. So uh, yeah, so stick yeah. with the stick with Marvel Alliance is gonna they're gonna come on in their normal time after us. So uh, watch them break down the Madam Web trailer and Iggy, but no, like but, I said, but we're only gonna have a handful of superhero comic book movies next year, which honestly needs to happen. We've been there's just been way too much in the last three years that it's just it's oversaturated. If it was finished and ready to come out now, I still don't think it would make what. It, what the potential it has to make. Like, I think ha having yeah. it wait until 2025 is the best thing because of all the misses DC's had. Even though this is the new universe, you still have the DC brand. So I, I yeah, think Joker, need, like Joe said, Joker can get a little bit of an infusion here. Of a, here's a win for us going into the new DC universe. I don't know what Aquaman is going to do in a few weeks. I'm mm -hmm. not optimistic at all not for at that. All. So... Uh, like myself and Joe said, a little break here now is going to be good. And when the DC universe starts, it needs to make at least seven hundred million, in my opinion. Uh, Overall, Iggy, yes. Okay. Like oh, worldwide, so worldwide, I mean, not, not domestic. Good lord, good lord. No, overall, like it just needs to hit seven hundred million okay. for me to consider. Just like the Batman, I consider that a success. It hit seven hundred million. These two pillar characters, and you're starting over universe, so there's a little bit of added oomph to it. Uh, yeah, Man of Steel made six sixty, I think, or six something like that. So I'd like to see it make seven hundred, uh, Iggy. So Joe, like I said, that she was a writer for uh, spinoff, so it's nice. Uh, yeah, I'm really sad that Sasha Kaya didn't get the like she couldn't continue her role. She was one of the better, she was one of the better parts of the Flash movie, but she, her role was very tiny and very minimal. Yes, it wasn't movie. as much as what. Uh, we were made to believe. Correct. From the I really would have which, loved to have seen more of her. No, it's a little bit understandable because you know, with the, all the Ezra Miller stuff, it was hard to have him promote. So you needed to do other things to promote that film. It was an awkward situation. But like Joe said, I did enjoy some uh, like her performance. The her getting killed multiple times at the end that kind of got a little old for me after a while. I kept rooting for her to somehow figure out a way not to get killed, and it got a little annoying. Because kept... I mean, I'm like, yeah. come on. <laughs> But again, I do think I agree with you, Joe. I do think they're going to go with a whole new uh, Supergirl uh, in this situation here. I just wonder. Who, again, that's going to be news for us to get uh, see his yes. cast. So uh, we have our first look at the Justice League uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, cover for the first part one of the animated film, which yeah. shows several heroes here. Uh, on the universe, some from the Tomorrowverse and some that I've never seen before. Well, yes, I've seen him, but not in the Tomorrowverse. So I'll, I will be interested to see how this goes. We get Flash here, uh, Wonder Woman, Vixen we haven't seen yet, Green Arrow we've seen before, and Have Batman. Not, was Vixen not in the Green Lantern one, like on station? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Maybe she was, and I'm just rem misremembering that. I think you could be right, Joe. Okay. Uh Again, I'm not sure because we only saw Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman be transported. So I'm not sure if these heroes are even from. Uh, oh, I should probably watch uh, the 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 one the last one. The, the World War, yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah, watch. I, I just watch, watch it in credit scene for that. No, no, no. Like... I need 
I will, because I still have to actually technically watch the Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes. Oh, um, I, I, I'm so behind many on, bad films. So I'm many behind on, on them. I know. If not, I miss the I miss the New Fifty Two universe. Same, same, Joe. Like there were some misses there, but there was mostly hits for that. Like, yeah, <laughs> there was to more hits than misses. <laughs> yes. And there's there's only been I was going to look at my shelf, but my shelf is over there now. Uh, there's only been like what eight movies and six of them have been misses. Yes, and, and the, the only good one was a two parter. <laughs> You're not right there, and I do. No, I'm think... not right either because I like I did like the mass the J- man tomorrow. But JSA anyway. World War Two World War Two yeah that was a great one as yeah. well I I enjoyed that was probably my most favorite one from this universe. Uh, I I'm not sure like I speculated before I do think this might be the end of this Tomorrowverse with this uh, three part uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths and I do which think we're going to set up them for the DC universe to take over the animation style which I'm with the animation side of things which I'm not happy about because. I want it still to get the one-offs, but again, I still think DC is so, so lacking and falling behind in the animation. Like, how have you not had a feature film, a feature animated film yet? Like, when well, you saw had... the success of Spider-Verse, how have you not thought and tried to create something that I mean, you can... They, they had a decade of just, like, not the greatest, like, animated movies, but, like, animated direct dvd movie hit after hit after hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, they just, they found their laurels. They, they were just they were just doing fine. Although yeah, it probably wasn't a, it probably wasn't a big profit uh, space no, for them either. Not so, as much, but when when Marvel has nothing, yeah, I just I just watched the Invincible Iron Man for yep. for my comic book rundown rundown reviews. My other podcast that'll be coming mm-hmm. out here the end of December. But like, I just watched the Invincible Iron Man, which was like the third movie in Marvel's animation direct DVD thing back in two thousand seven. I remember that movie movie being good back then, and I watch it now, and I'm like, oh my, what? what? This we didn't have we didn't have much bad. in terms of animation. Sure, anime back then. Yeah. but what I'm what I'm getting at is DC. While DC at the same time wasn't as good because in 2007, you know, Superman Doomsday was coming out. I think I, I, would the first flight come out then because that was great. Maybe that was 2009. Like, 2009. That was a couple years later. But yeah. what I'm saying is like they had a few movies. To build up to that, they they learned, whereas Marvel did not, and then DC just took off on the animation, and Marvel just kind of fizzled out until the what we're getting now, and like they they stepped back, they saw what was not working, and they made it work. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, obviously the Spider Verse movies are Sony, but they're still attached to Marvel, Marvel. especially still, after still Marvel characters. So again, that's why even. The Batman Ninja Turtle movie. I think that was potential to do that in a feature film type thing, and you just throw that out, and then you never pay off that animated film like to to a sequel. I just I don't understand I also, what DC's doing in the animated side of things. I remember they also threw the Death and Return of Superman, the two parter, in theaters. I went to theaters to watch that because that's when like it was. Uh, yeah, you're right about the that. Death, the death came out first, and the return of Superman came out like six months later. And I got to watch that in theaters first before I got on DVD. Like yeah. that was cool. That was an event. I like that. They need to do more things like that. Yes, even if you can't get like a full blown feature release, do some cool events like that. Get put Fathom, more of them in. Fathom events things have been popping off lately, especially, and they're going to be popping off a lot next year because there's not a lot coming out. Yeah, they need to put some of this stuff in theaters. It'd be amazing in theaters. I would, I'd be there every single weekend if they did that. Gone. You know who to call here for. A, we'll, we'll, we'll do I'll, it for. I'll, we'll do I'll it for a fraction of cost. Fraction of cost. We'll split. We'll split. We'll split whatever the normal salary is for the head you of can, the animated my, studio. My check should be in the mail. Myself and Joe will split it, and right down the middle, and <laughs> we'll do the job for you. Because again, Joe, that's a great idea. That would be uh, something that they should have done. That builds fandom for this stuff again yeah might not be like sold out for the first few but you 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 do build build with the fandom and depending on where it is it could be a sold out theater or two for that some shows yeah so again i'm excited i'm excited i'll say i went to a digimon showing the Mm -hmm. a few weeks back and i didn't think the show like it was a small theater and the one i went to didn't think it was gonna have a lot of people the movie was it was a theater of size was like 50 can hold 50 people thing was almost sold out like yeah. i didn't think that was going to happen like mm-hmm. the fat of events are going to be the way to go for right now and 
They should just they should steer into that is what they should do. And again, that film will be coming out on January twenty fourth of next year. So uh, be on the lookout for that to be reviewed from the Animation Nation uh, when it drops. I'm excited to uh, get all over that film and see if they have <laughs> they dropped the ball. Uh, sorry, I just couldn't help myself there. So Joe, let's take another ad break. Listeners, we're an ad supported network. We don't pick the ads or the volume. I'm going to give you a quick three count to adjust your volume, and we'll be right back in three. Two, one. And we're back. Okay, Joe, uh, let's finish off the news here now and do our final Smallville retro recap. Well, not our final, but our, to end off the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a couple posters for Aquaman. Nothing too crazy. I did like how the first one there featured Orm and uh, Aquaman standing there. Uh, but the Japanese, I think the Japanese <laughs> poster... Looks it's so better. much better. Oh it's my god! Fun. It's, it's him fun. on a seahorse having fun. And we'll look at the the, the badass sharks and prehistoric sharks in the background. Like, oh my god! Like, oh, they do posters so much better there. This is, I just wanted to point that out eventually. Oh yeah, it did, like the first one with with him and Orm. Honestly, kind of looks like, and I know it's not, but it kind of looks like the one with him and Mira, and they just took out Mira <laughs> and put him in there. Honestly, I think I agree with you. That's why I noticed it. I just, oh, I don't. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, again, this comes out December twenty second. We are excited to see this. Uh, I, I'm excited to see yeah. Black Panther's Rain, and I hope that it's successful. <laughs> don't think it will be, but I hope. You, there is a hope. You can always hope. Well, it'll be something. <laughs> You're not right there, Joe. <laughs> uh, so, uh, there's some uh oh, in my opinion, for WBD. Uh, a congressman, uh, Joaquin Castro, uh, is calling for federal investigation into WBD for its handling of Coyote versus Acme. The tactic of scrap- scrapping films for tax break is predatory and anti-competitive. It's like burning down a building for the insurance money. Uh, not great, yeah, Joe. No. <laughs> well, especially since, like, I, I, I forgot this movie was coming out until the news came out that WB scrapped it. Yeah. The worst thing is, is that it was completely done. Like this, mm-hmm. it was ready to get released, and WB is just like, no, we're good. We don't need to put this out. Versus Batgirl, which wasn't done. They still need to do post production, all that stuff. But they had that one. They had Scooby Doo, and then they had, or was this this the third one? No, I think you're right. There there was a couple when Batgirl got the axe. I do want to make note, too, that you want to guess who was behind Cody versus Acme? Like the the, the writer, producer, and voice actors. Uh, I know know Cena was behind. He was on it. And and Gunn. Okay. Yeah, so again, that's not a great look uh, when your guy who's the head of the DC U, the DC Studios there, and you're axing his uh, properties for tax write offs, and you have a gigantic amount of people running the gun, messaging him and asking him, is the DCU safe from uh, films being axed? And yeah, that one has to answer those questions. Again, I just don't understand for that bad. small animated film. Joe, they just continue to make terrible PR decisions, and well, the and money, then, the little bit of money you save, that's not enough for the long term pain but, here. But see, here's the other thing is they, they, they immediately they said they were going to. They're gonna write it off as a tax write-off because could not release it, and then the backlash came immediately, and they're like, "Oh well, we can we'll let the director shop around to other networks, you know." And other Amazon's networks. like, "We sniffed yeah, that." Amazon they, will definitely take that, and I, they were they didn't one hundred percent like that's that's easy if you're not gonna put it out, shop it to other other places. Like you're already yeah. losing money, and obviously you don't know what the hell you're doing. So, I don't. It, it just very frustrating. Me. Yeah, it irritates me. Well, the good thing here is, uh, I tell you one thing that stockholders do not like is con- Congress investigating your company. So, uh, Zaslav may eventually have to use that golden parachute of his. I'm sure he has, uh, and get axed out of this company. The stock is terrible. There's no cash flow. He is. It's not looking good, Joe, for him. And uh, this he, is just uh, another brick onto the. Was <laughs> towing but him problem, down. But the problem is similar to what we had last time with the other regime. 
they can leave, but their stuff is still in place. Yes. And it's it's like a good year depend well, actually now it's just gonna be a year because of the strikes and nothing coming out. But like normally it's like a two to three year stop gap before we get all of the stuff they had a hand in gone. Yeah. We're With seeing Zazoff that right, right now. Yeah, that right now. Yeah. So like he needs to be out now so that by the time 2025 comes around, mm-hmm. everything is just, all right, we're starting fresh. We're starting new go. I thought he'd last a while. I thought he'd last until the sale of the company. I assume the company would be sold in like 26. I know. I, we, I don't I know. Clay about this and it would be, he thought it would be a little bit earlier, but he did think it would be sold. I, would I mean, not it's think starting that to act like but... it might be earlier. Oh, well, I don't know if he's going to make it to the sale. I don't know if he's going to make it to that point. I know that's kind of what his goal is. But these, I, these, these plans of axing projects when they're how done. Do you, like, how, do you be, how are you able to sell my little Batman to Amazon but not Coyote versus Acme? I don't understand that. Everybody loves that. Wiley Coyote. Like, I don't that, understand that. that. Stoop, with John Cena and James Gunn behind it, what are you doing? It makes no sense. Again, like I said, short-term savings. Uh, but again, that you just eliminate any potential. Well, you li- eliminate any potential for growth. Like if that's a hit, you'll get to, they'll come come at you do another one. And again, yeah. it just doesn't make I any guess, sense, Joe. Which DC Universe, just, DC animated, more of a more of the reality show guy though, wasn't he? Yeah, he's all about reality TV. That's what he was Discovery Plus first, but then when they got WB they merged, like yeah. that was. I'm sorry, reality TV. I don't want to say it's crap because I know it a is, lot of no. people watch it. it. No, hold on. Some of the you can have a lot of very emotional breakthroughs with reality TV. The reality TV I watch are ghost hunter shows. So I'm not really sure there's gonna be a lot of breakthroughs there outside of some some cup flying at your head. But yeah. it's I I don't know. It's just again, this cheat TV. That's why he doesn't look at it like the fans of uh, reality TV look at it. He looks at it all about money, and he thinks that's a cheap way yeah. to produce it. You have, don't have, have any actors, any stars. You can just go through like this and make people believe yeah, this reality. reality. TV shows get stars. Like, yeah, that's true too, Joe. Like the Pawn Star people. Pawn Stars, like they became big because of Pawn Stars. The Ghost Hunter crew became big because of like American Pickers. Like, yeah, like so you, many different ones. You, if you have any any foot. In reality TV, you know these names. You know mm-hmm. Zach Baggins is a big name. He's got his own museum in Vegas. I went to it. Oh my god! It was actually the, a fun ass museum. It's really but cool. You can't use that same touch with actual network television. And no, you can't. Again, he he's seen that. Uh, one one of the final pieces of news here. David Harbour uh, talks about Creature Command. Knows he says the scripts are really good. What we recorded is really great. I've seen the art. James is a genius. I think it's going to be really fun and ex- really exciting. It opens up a whole new door to DC Universe uh, of these char- uh, of how these characters will p- occupy the world. I like the concept of a live action and cartoon back and forth. That makes me think that there could be potential for one of the episodes to be live action. I wouldn't rule that out either. Or a I mean, that'd be kind of fun. Live action. Like, you could... What's... Was this in the same article where he was questioning about how a suit for him? Because he's Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. In okay, um, yeah. He uh, he he got questioned about the suit. And he's like, I don't know how they're gonna do it, dude. My dude, you are Hellboy and yeah. Guardian. Like you know how these these spandex suits work. Come yes. On. He he said I've worn prosthetics in movies before. I'm definitely dying for it. I just love telling great stories that people love. I'm just happy to get back to work. So, again, I, yes, I, I'm excited to see uh, this animated series and the kickoff of the DC Universe. I know he keeps saying Superman Legacy is, but technically this is this is the first thing in the DC Universe. Uh, Joe, I, I, again, can't wait for us to get that. That is going to be in 2024. That's in 2024. I think yes. I want to say third quarter. Maybe. I can't. He did, I don't know if he said a uh, release date for that. I, but I thought, I thought it was spring, but I could be wrong. Uh, I don't think there was much delayed. Uh, okay, so we have our final thing, Joe, our retro recaps for this week. <laughs> um, and an episode that I really enjoyed, I'm not going to lie. 
uh, Smallville season season three, episode seventeen, Truth. There was some things in here that make a big uh, impact on the rest of the season and the rest of the show. Uh, Chloe is a bitch. She's a terrible friend. Um, go ahead. Andrew asks, this is a random question, but would you ever consider having guests on your show? We have had guests on here before. Most of them have been uh, GUA network people. Uh, but yeah, That's what the usually for the, the Patreon crossover thing is. Yeah, that's uh, not, usually not when to we... say we won't ever have guests. Um, yeah, but I it's usually that's more behind it's, the scenes it, talk. It's not. It's really... harder, Andrew. It's harder for weekly shows that go live to do that if you have a set time. Uh, just it uh, is all scheduling, but yeah, yeah. We, we're never we're never against anything. Uh, pretty much, we're pretty open minded when it comes to the show. Uh, yeah, Joe, like I said, Seasons 3, Episode 17, Truth, like you said, there's some things here that play going forward in the episode. There's some really great scenes here, and I just love the whole premise of Chloe is the one that got infected, where well, infected or dosed with kryptonite, and she has the ability to make people tell the truth. I, I just, as a journalist, I love how she had that. Sure, but she ran with it, which is, you know, understandable. Um, but when she found out that the school's favorite teacher ruined was, her life. Yeah. <laughs> really a, she, she helped commit a crime. She was a radical. Ago. Tw- two, um, months, two year, 20 years ago. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You're not going to put that in your paper and no. then act like a God walking through the Especially when her son with, is still a student and, here. And that, so this is, this is another thing where I'm like, the, the son is all pissed off. He tries to kill Chloe at one point. Mm-hmm. Run her off a bridge, and he's like, "I told you to leave us alone." Like, no, you first off, no, you didn't. No, you, you, you were upset after the the article got published, and then you started to be like upset at Chloe. Like, some of the I'll just say some of the writing in this one not great. Yeah. However, 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 there was a lot of fun parts in there. Um, like oh, oh, Chloe, oh. Chloe using the the thing. Uh, the the truth talk on people, yeah, it can be it can be fun. Her trying it on Clark, and this is why I call her a terrible I, friend. Yeah, is that she, she's like I could I could figure out the secrets of Clark Kent. So what do you say, Clark? What's your secret? And like you're a terrible friend. Yes, why would ter- you ask that? Why you, you know his power? That's again that's a terrible move, and I love how it doesn't work on Clark. Which I don't understand that where she's supposedly getting dosed with kryptonite. How you wouldn't that be double effective against Clark? Like everything else we've seen in the the show. Well, yeah, I, if like, anything, I would feel like anytime she would ask a question, it would he would start being like hurt by it. Yes, you know, like he but, does with kryptonite. Yeah, like he, he would like take it. You you do have a point here because we do see the spores going into other people. Yep. Uh, I I do like how the can'ts like not can't starts spilling the beans, but Jarrell. And that's, like, okay, and that's another thing. When she starts saying that, and Clark walks in, and he realizes what's going on, do you, does he go back to Pete and apologize to Pete for basically yelling at him for spilling the beans? No. Next nope. time he sees Pete, he's just like, "Oh, just a humdum drum day." Like, uh, look, yeah, I'm just, not, I'm, just not, I'm just saying that's true. Not consistent there, Clark. We don't like we we don't like that. But again, I really yeah. enjoyed the Lionel. And Chloe scenes the most. I Those think, were good. Where were good. he immediately, tur- even though she has his power, he immediately turns it on her after she gets him to confess to killing his parents for the insurance money. Which, again, she thinks she's so wise having it uh, recorded. I do like how the guy said on Tackville that uh, now you wouldn't think much of just having a voicemail. Like someone could easily get in, delete that. But back then, it seemed much more impressive that Lana yeah, was able to is- delete the recording. But this is also from the perspective where we had a couple episodes back where the dude just ransacked your computers. He hacked into your files in your computers. Like you don't think he could hack into a, into a, a, a phone, a voicemail. Come on, you, you dummy. Yeah. I, again, I, I, back then I would, I don't even think I thought, I remember thinking that was rather impressive. Oh sure. Back Lionel, in 2003. Yeah. yeah of course. Like Lionel was able to get that. How, how did you do that? So naive Travis, of course, but and uh, yes, Andrew, uh, Travis does listen to it. I did for a while, but 
I just don't have the time anymore. Yeah, I, it's it's I, really I, hard I to I, it, because only we only got till no before I have I had almost a full week to watch it before we do an about. episode. So yeah, now, now I got two days. So sometimes I haven't had a chance to watch it before we talk about it. I did I did watch it yesterday or they, this they morning. Come out Wednesday. What, they come one of the two. Wednesday. Yesterday oh. or this morning, one of the two. But I, I got a chance to watch it. I really enjoyed this one. And I love this episode, Joe. I, again, so great to see Lionel here now. Uh, we have the smoking gun. They just have to actually get it. And yep. like you said, this is all stuff that – builds for the final few episodes which is something that they've that we've seen them do doing more now than they did the previous couple seasons yes like they are they're we're this episode 17 they are like driving toward that finale and they mm-hmm. are putting the pieces in place we also which have the cave stuff well, which that has been playing a role for a while because yeah, i with, thought the caves ended well i thought they ended that season two but i remember yeah. the ending here of what happens the character coming in yeah, so, I can't yeah. wait for the fortress, Joe. I can't wait for the fortress. Right? <sighs> caves, caves were fine. The, the cave is like the hatch in Lost. It's yeah. good for a season. You don't need to go back to it ever again. Yeah, it's it's like we're good now. We don't need to go back there. I can't imagine the actors. <laughs> oh, we got to go back down there again. Come on, guys! Also, can someone just blow this up? <laughs> also, I can, I also want to say like all of these people know. Clark just happens to show up in restricted areas left and right, goes into the cave, no bother, goes into Lex's lab in, in yes, Lexport, in this episode. no bother. Like, I will say what? in Tocqueville, I will say in Tocqueville, uh, Rosenbaum was like, I just wish, wish for one time Lex would be like, like, what the fuck are you doing, Clark? Like, go back to high school. Like, what are you doing in, in this restricted yeah. area of this lab? Like, like why? Well, like, what's up? Why are you doing this? I don't need your help. I'm a grown adult. I have my own security team. Right. He's like, then he was like, not that great of a security team if Chloe could break in and get back out, but I have uh, a security team. So. Yeah, yeah, terrible security <laughs> but team. You, you do make the point that they do address there, too. Again, okay. still an enjoyable episode. Uh, I, I did like the power and how it all played out here. Uh, I'm excited to see how it, the, the conclusion, obviously, I know, but we're getting closer to Erica Durant, so the marriage Yay! for that. I'll let I'm you know when she's on the podcast, Joe. <laughs> yes, please. I will watch that episode. Okay, listeners, that pretty much wraps up our episode for this week. We'll be back next week on our new time, Friday. We'll be back on Friday, yes. Yes. So, well, uh, we should. Okay. We'll do some talking out uh, after after showing. We should be back Friday for episode two hundred. Yeah, but that is the Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving here. In yeah, America. so we may so have to take a week will, off and then we'll go back. Do some we'll talking. See. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. as of right now. We'll we'll try to do something big for episode two hundred. No guarantee. Hopefully, we have something. Maybe we'll do a review. Maybe we'll just do yeah. a random. Maybe we'll do review. a random movie review. Who knows? Uh, thank you, Andrew, for saying great. Thank you for everyone in the chat. Uh, it's been a fun night, Joe. I will see you later. Yes, sir. Later, everyone.